This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, GetBooked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of GetBooked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand sell is Bitter Blue by Kristen Cashore, which is a reread for me, a YA book that is actually the third book in the Graceling series, but I reread it over my holiday break because there's a new book in the series coming out this month. And wow, do we need to talk about it? Uh, It resonates in a really interesting way with our current moment in a way I thought other folks might appreciate as well. So before I get into the details of that, let us hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books. Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must-read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So, unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena Da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology. But then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals. But then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders. And the truth Selena has been denying can no longer be avoided. There is evil lurking in the forest that surround St. Virgil. Now, to find out what that evil is, make sure to pick up It Waits in the Forest by Sarah Das. And thanks again to Disney Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95 And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Elena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. 
All right. So Bitter Blue by Kristen Kishore. I'm going to start off with some trigger warnings because the book is hard to talk about without acknowledging some of these things. PTSD, violent harm to women and children and men, like just everyone. Rape, self-harm and suicide all are depicted on the page in this book. So Bitter Blue is about a young woman named Bitter Blue. She's a princess, and her father was a horrible tyrant who had a magical ability to make people believe anything he told them. And he was a psychopath, so he used this to hurt, abuse, and just generally destroy everyone around him for his own personal gain. And he ruled the kingdom of Monsi for like 35 years, so really, you know, a whole generation plus. And in a previous book, he's killed, and Bitter Blue is very young at the time, but she is left to inherit the kingdom with the help of her advisors, who are selected by her, like, royal uncle to help her. So she's now a teenager, and she is feeling extremely trapped by her day-to-day routine. Her advisors won't talk about the things in the past because they are all suffering from the fallout of their own actions and the abuse they suffered. She is like buried in paperwork that feels meaningless to her. And she starts to realize she has no idea what is going on in her kingdom. So she starts to sneak out at night and she finds all kinds of interesting things, including these rooms where people tell stories. But they're stories that are about things that she experienced in very and in very different ways. And so she starts to understand that, like, everyone's insistence that we not think about what happened under under her father's rule and we just try to move forward is not a good thing that the past needs to be reckoned with and we all need to understand yeah like what happened and even if things aren't our fault but we participated in them like what does that mean and she starts to really grapple with her own very messed up memories of her mother who tried to save her repeatedly and her father's death and like her confused feelings about her childhood and so many things. And let me tell you, I did not remember the specifics of this book that well because I read it a long time ago and it was extremely cathartic to read about a nation recovering from an abusive gaslighting ruler who's left a legacy of untruth that needs unraveling. Like, I can't imagine why that would be cathartic right now. It really, really was. And on top of that, the reason I always go back to these books is that the characters are so strong and so nuanced. And I just love them so much. Like, they are my fictional babies. I have lots of feelings about them. And they are so well depicted in all of their, like, confused, like, some of them are teenagers, some of them are not. But they're all fully developed people who are, like, trying to do their best and struggling with it. And sometimes they don't make the right choices. And then what happens? Like, what do you do when you find out you have made the wrong choice? There are also real moments of levity and light and, most importantly, perhaps redemption. So it's a very hopeful read. You're left feeling like, okay, it is possible to recover. And like, it's not without some very sad moments. Um, Some people who don't make it through the reckoning, but it does have so much hope and so much strength to it. And yeah, it was just, it was just a, a really appropriate, surprisingly appropriate read for the moment we're in right now. 
So uh, that's why I'm recommending it. Bitter Blue uh, by Christian Kishore. It is the third book in the series. And I do think you benefit from already being introduced to the world and some of these characters by reading the first two, which are Graceling and Fire, both also excellent. I'm extremely tempted if I have time to go back and reread those as well. And I want to give a shout out to the new book in the series, Winter Keep, which I did read and is great. And you will probably hear me recommend on a show if we get the right question. So again, though, today's hand Cell is Bitter Blue by Kristen Keshor. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks also to our audio editor, Jen Zink, for making us sound great. If you would like to email us, you can do that at getbooked at bookriot.com. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other folks to find the show, and we do love to see the feedback. And in between shows, you can find us online. I am mostly on Instagram these days at I am Jen IRL. That's I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.